Welcome back everyone to another episode of Short Circuit, the ICT podcast. I'm Sandra Lamas. And I'm William Wood. And this week we have another very interesting two guests with us. But first, Well, there's we... not just one, there's two, isn't it? There's so... two, that's two. Uh, but first, we just wanted to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us for another week. Yes, and also thanks to all those people who are reading via the transcript rather than listening to the podcast, which is going to be really interesting because they'll be reading this via the transcript next week. Yeah, but do we actually know if anyone is reading it? E-Law does not lie, Will. Mm. The data tells us that, yes, some of our podcast community are actually readers. ICT, love a bit of data. We do. We do love a bit of data. And speaking of data, our guests this week are from ICT Networking. Nice segue, Sandra. Yeah, thank you. I worked on that all week. (laughs) A big thank you to Torin. A big thank you. I mean, a big welcome to Torin Matheson and Marcus Woon. Welcome, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. So, Torin, let's start with you. Can you please tell me a little bit about your team and what networking actually does? So ICT Networks is actually quite a diverse team these days. We look after everything from the hardwired network points in your wall through to the wireless edurome network, as well as video conferencing, phones, our two physical data centres on site, and more recently, ICT contracts. So we do a little bit of everything. You certainly do. Gosh, how many people do you have doing all that? Currently a team of 10. So quite a sizable little team. 10. And you guys are in the... Um... And the... The Y-Annex. Yeah, yeah, that strange little add-on there. There you go. Oh, who would have thought 10 people were in there? So, Marcus, what does an average day look like for you? So, I look after the network's operational um, as well as the uh, projects. Um, ops, as in a daily job, it can be an issue or problem or a service request such as phone issue, wireless dropout, um, conferences not starting as planned, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, as for projects, um, we are normally talking about upgrading hardware or services. So our projects can take months to deploy due to planning, talking to business unit, testing, troubleshooting. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty busy. So I, I hate to simplify it, but you guys look after, do you look after all the little blue cables in those great big boxes that are all over the place? So technically anything that's got a blue cable connected to it, yeah, it's, it's your problem. Because yeah. <laughs> I see those and you open them up and this is like thousands of little cables. And I think, how on earth do you know where they all go? And just to blow your mind, Sandra, they're not always blue. Oh, my God. Ooh. What? Yeah, so I think there's black, there's yellow. There's Do they red. mean different things or is it just a, a manufacturing colour? So um, both. We actually use them to differentiate different services. So, for instance, yellow is wireless. Ah, there you go. Oh, well, that's very interesting. I learnt something new. So speaking of data, some impressive stats. I'm sure you've got some for us because I'm sure you guys look after a huge volume of stuff. So let's blow our minds. So we have approximately about um, 13,000 wired um, network endpoints. So that being like connected phones, computer, video conferencing unit, printers, and so on. Um, uh, just an example, we maintain approximately 700 switches and routers, 80 video uh, conferencing unit, 4,000 phones across campuses, uh, 1,200 wireless access points across campuses as well. Hell spells. That's a lot of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And do you guys know, like, do you have like a, a map or something that you know where everything is plugged into or like you find, like how do you actually work out where to start with finding anything? Uh, so we have quite a few maps around for different things, so wireless networks as opposed to cable networks, etc. And generally, depending on the IP address a machine receives, so that's essentially the unique identifying number that connects it to the network, we mm-hmm. can tell where on campus it is. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. 
I knew you'd have it all sorted out there, Torin. <laughs> we try. <laughs> that sound again it's news break time will hit us with this week's need to know news heads up that the study desk upgrade is happening on june the 22nd now is it anything staff need to worry about will is it going to be big is it going to be scary that's the great news all the changes and new features are relatively minor and no look or feel changes this time around phew so how does staff find out about the details the ICT training team will have all their training resources updated for the 22nd of June. So that includes all the spot online study desk courses, all the knowledge articles on study desk in my IT, and the team will be emailing out a short video on just the changes to all staff on the Monday after the upgrade. Fantastic. So add 22nd of June to your calendars now. That's it. Study desk upgrade on the 22nd of June. Thanks, Will. So now one of the questions we did have that was asked by one of our listeners is Wi-Fi black spots on the bus. What's the go? How do you even get Wi-Fi on a bus? So that's an interesting question. It's actually quite a complicated setup. We use a router with a Telstra 4G connection, which actually gives us our internet connection. And from there, we do a secure tunnel back to Toowoomba campus, which gives us our on-campus access and pushes us out through our standard USQ internet connection. The black spots are actually more based around Telstra black spots. So in other words, areas where you've got no mobile coverage, unfortunately, that means we have no internet coverage either. Oh, unfortunately, okay. we have no control over that. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, it's, you make it sound so easy, but I'm sure it wasn't that easy when we first put them on. But I mean, how good is it we get, you know, free Wi-Fi on the bus and back all the time? We can never stop working. Thanks, Torin. Unless Thanks. you get travel sick. That's right. That's <laughs> true. Then you have to, I mean, I was going to say read a book, but you probably still get travel sick, so that's no good. So now, of course, when things all go bad, a lot of us blame the network. Network was down. I was late to work. There was a network issue. Network ate my homework. Goes on and on. But in all seriousness, what are some of the most common network issues that have the potential to affect USQ? So to be honest, we have set up many monitoring um, systems around us. So if any devices or networks that goes down, we are probably the first to know. Mm -hmm. um, so another issue is we have port security set up as a precaution. So if people randomly connect devices, um, like you know switches, a wireless access point or router to a port, like to a blue cable, mm -hmm. um, it might actually shut the port down permanently. Uh, if that happened, then obviously you, uh, you would then have to contact ICT service desk to have it unshut. So is it? Any case where the whole uni would go down, like all the Wi-Fi, all the network, that's it? The only time that would ho hopefully happen would be an all-campus power outage. Okay, so it's the power that would have the ultimate power, huh? <laughs> uh, so every building at least has two uplinks to um, two different switches on campus. So mm -hmm. generally the only thing that should be able to take the entire campus down is a full campus power, power outage, such as we had last year when the main transformer blew. Oh, Okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, so we're not as susceptible as we kind of maybe think. I'd hope so. There's a lot. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Keep doing your job there, Torin. That's good. <laughs> okay, so if you had one piece of advice that you'd give staff regarding the network at USQ, what would it be? So interestingly enough, this follows on from Marcus's comment. My one word of advice would be to please don't bring networking equipment from home and plug into the USQ network. This is things like wire switches or wireless access points. They can actually bring entire buildings down in one go. Um, and mm -hmm. they also include things like Apple TVs and Google Home devices. These don't work on the USQ network and can cause quite large issues. 
Gosh, I'm surprised anyone would bring it in. And and obviously, if there's an issue, please ring 1900 to create a support ticket. That's it. So if you've done the wrong thing, (laughs) just own up because they'll track you down. Can you imagine how popular it would be if you took down the whole whole building? (laughs) And unfortunately, it's happened. Oh, is it? Oh, isn't it? It's nice of you not to name and shame, so that's good. (laughs) Okay, so it is that time again. It's the quick five time. That's it. So we'll get answers from both of you. Five questions, no right or wrong, just the truth. So what's your favourite IT gadget, Torin? Interestingly enough, from my last comment, it's actually my Apple TV at home. I find it wonderful and easy to use. Oh, there you go. I've never tried it. I'll have to have a go sometime. It's very intuitive. Is it? Is very. it just TV, though? No, you can actually stream from other devices to it. You can use it for Netflix, all of those sort of things. It's basically like the modern version of a DVR or VCR. Okay, I'll have to look into it. So I've got a Fetch at home, which I'm quite attached to. So, oh, Sorry, Marcus, your, your favourite device? Uh, it's probably my phone, I'll say. <laughs> you and most of, most of USQ, I'm sure. So where would you love to live? I would love to live on the South Island of uh, New Zealand. It's where I got married and it's a beautiful place. It is beautiful. I um, visited Picton there last year and fell in love with it. And actually, I'm trying to win Lotto desperately so I can move there. So I'm with you on that one, Torin. What about you, Marcus? Uh, I said probably Australia. So obviously, I'm not from here. I'm from Malaysia. So I came here back um, 2004 when I was a student. Obviously, I like this place, hence I'm staying here. (laughs) Um, But maybe the US as well. Don't know. (laughs) And why would you like the US? Uh, well, obviously, it's because there's got a lot of, um, you know, that's where all the techie stuff Yeah, up. Yeah. So. You go work for Silicon Google. Valley. Yeah, yeah Silicon like, Valley. Like work for Cisco or something like that. <laughs> the huge tele- um, technical conferences. So, yeah. Now, are you a night owl or a morning person? Definitely night owl. Yeah, 100% night owl. ICT people, they're yeah, night owls. Everyone has said that, don't you? I know. Yeah. I'm a real early person. You're going to work and there's just not a soul to be seen. <laughs> I actually start at 7.30, but don't talk to me before coffee. That's That's right. A lot of people are like that, actually. So if you could do any job in the world, what would it be? If I won the lotto, I would love to start a doggy daycare business in the South Island of Queenstown. Oh, New Zealand. How fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hope you win. I'll come and drop my dog down, Torin. What about you, Marcus? I I wanted to be a lawyer when I was younger. Oh. So, yeah. Have you still got time? You're only young, you could study. You could study right here at USQ while doing our network. Now, in one word, how would you describe being in this podcast? So I was told that you will be given a gift card at the end of this podcast. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I heard that as well. (laughs) Well, look, I'll clear that with Naomi. And uh, yeah, I'm sure sure. we'll have guests coming out of our ears if we (laughs) we could do that. But yeah, no, it's a a good experience. It's nice. It's my first and probably my last podcast. (laughs) It's been fun. Well, it's good to get you guys involved. So thank you, Torin and Marcus, for speaking with us today. Even I learned a lot, and I work in ICT. And what does that say about you, Sandra? (laughs) We'll leave that for another show. That's a whole other show. (laughs) We have a very special guest for our next show, Michael Thomas, the big kahuna from ESD. What a coup. How did we manage to get him? Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive, all right. Excellent. Well, if you've got a question, you better email it in because we'll have Michael right here with us. Excellent. And just before we go, if you enjoy these podcasts, spread the word. Not everyone has listened to a podcast before, so you might have to give them a bit of a hand. Grab their phone and show them how. With consent, of course. Just don't go randomly grabbing people's phones. So if any of our listeners have any questions they'd like to ask our guests next week, please shoot us an email to icttraining at usq.edu.au.
So I think that's a wrap, Will. Yep, we're out of time. Already. It goes quick, doesn't it? It does. So thanks everyone for listening today. And remember, if you have any feedback or just feel like letting us know you're there, send us an email. Email icttraining at usq.edu.au. Thanks again to Marcus and Torin from ICT Networking. And until next time, goodbye. goodbye.